Shalom Aleichem, Mishnah Yomi is continuing for Hey Nisan. We are in chapter 4 of Psachim at the second Mishnah. Now yesterday we talked about somebody who went from one place to another, and in one place they were machmir not to work Erev Pesach at all. In another place they did do work, but only up to midday, or vice versa, and that we put the stringencies of both places on the person. Now in Mishnah base, Sekiotibo, similar to that situation, Hamolich Peirot Shvit, someone who brings produce, that is, seventh-year produce, sabbatical-year produce. Now, back in Seder's Rhyme, we had an entire Mesechta of Shvit about the seventh year, the year of rest, much like Sabbath, the Shabbos is the day of rest every week. Every seven years, there is a year of rest for the land, where we don't do agricultural work, but we eat what's available what's growing by itself out in the field. And one of the laws of the sabbatical year that's in the Torah is that once it's gone from the field, it's not available, then you can't keep it in your house. And at that point, it's Chayev in Bior, where there's a discussion in Shvi'it, what exactly Bior entails. Um, but basically, you, you can't keep it once it's not publicly available for everyone. So this guy has brought uh, produce, which is seventh-year sanctity produce, from a place where it's gone, it's no longer available in the field, to a place where it is available. Or a place where it is not gone yet, to a place where it is gone. He has to do beer. So again, we treat him with the stringency of both locations, and we say he has to put out his produce. It is effectively uh, gone, even though in this place maybe it isn't yet gone. Uh, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Rabbi Yehuda adds a different halacha, which is related, Omrim lo. We tell him, go out and bring even for yourself. Basically, we tell him to go out in the field and bring the same species of the produce he wants to eat that he brought from somewhere else where it is available. Now, what Rabbi Yehuda is really talking about, the Mepharshim say, is a case we learned in Shvi'it where we had different species of vegetables pickled in the same barrel. So you can imagine, for example, there were cucumbers, tomatoes, and olives and onions all pickled in the same barrel, and they're all sweet. Now, at certain times, some of those crops might be available in the field, and some of them might already be no longer available. So there's a machlokit, there's a disagreement amongst our sages in Shvit if we have to be stringent and say, well, if one of these species that's in the pickle barrel together with the others is not available, then you can't eat the entire mixture. Or the most makel, the most lenient opinion is if any of the species are available, you could still eat it. And then there's an opinion that is in the middle, selective, that any species which is no longer available in the field, you can't eat that species, but we would still allow you to eat the other pickled items. Now, Rabbi Yehuda here is going along with that last opinion, where if a specific species is not available, you cannot eat that one. But if it is still available in the place you are on Shvi'it, you could still eat that one. So he applies that also to somebody who changes location during Shvi'it. He goes to a new region where maybe the the pickled onions are not available. So guess what? You can't eat those pickled onions in the barrel that you brought. Great. Let's go on to Mishnah Gibel. Makum Shinahagu, a place where they have the custom, Limkor Bahemadaka, to sell small animals, livestock, Ovid Kochavim to to idol worshippers, Mochrin, a person who's there could go ahead and sell those animals to those uh, um, pagans. Makam Shalo Nagulimkor, a place where they do not sell to them, Ain Mochrin, you do not sell small animals to the pagans. Ubachomakom, and in every place, Ain Mochrin Lahem Behemagasa, we do not sell the pagans large animals. 
golim siachim shleimishvirim, such as calves and horses and foals, whether they are shalem, which is whole and healthy and able to work, or shvirim, or they're, you know, they're on disability and they can't plow a field very well. And the Mepharshim say there's a couple of potential issues here why we do not sell large animals anywhere. It's because large animals are usually used for agricultural labor. So if you come to sell it to the pagans, you can also think it's allowed and mutter to rent it. And if a Jew rents his animal to a pagan on Shabbos and that animal is working on Shabbos, well, that's a problem because it's still a Jewish-owned animal doing work on Shabbos. That's a biblical prohibition. We have to let our animals also rest on Shabbos. Another issue mentioned in the Gemara is if he sells him the animal Erev Shabbos Friday afternoon and the animal is reluctant to leave the, um, you know, the original owner, then he would come to be Mehammer to drive the animal, even using his voice to say, get up and go, or pulling on it or pushing on it is going to be the, the malacha of Mehammer of leading or driving an animal on Shabbos. Rabbi Yehuda Matir B'Shvura. Rabbi Yehuda allows selling a disabled animal, an animal that has an injury where it's so if this animal is not able to work, then the pagan is not going to come to work with it on Shabbos. So typically what the pagan would do with a disabled animal, instead of nursing it back to health, would be to, to eat it. So we're not really worried that people are going to uh, see it doing work on Shabbos and think it's a Jewish animal or Jews aren't going to sell it to do work. Ben Batera Matir Basus. Now Ben Batera allows selling a horse, even though Tanakhama did not allow it. Because back then, interestingly, horses were not usually used for labor. They were used for transportation. People who were of means would ride a horse, but they wouldn't waste their horse plowing because oxen are much better suited for that, or donkeys or the like. So actually, riding a seuss is a rabbinically uh, prohibited uh, labor. There's actually there's actually really interesting Gemara in Chagiga 15, where Acher, Acher was Rabbi Lisha ben Abuya, who went off the derech. He was riding a horse on Shabbos. And Rebbe Meir was walking alongside him, talking to him, trying to get him to be Hoser B'tshuva. And one of the interesting things is that that even though Acher was not being very uh, very shabstick, he was not doing a biblically prohibited labor in front of his his colleague Rebbe Meir. And at that point, at the Gemara Chigiga, Rebbe Meir tries to get him to do tshuva, and he and he starts to maybe think about doing tshuva, and then decides he can't do it. But it's a really interesting story over there in Chagiga 15, so that's interesting to look into if you're interested in riding horses on Shabbos, which we, which we don't do. Okay, great. Tune in tomorrow for more Minhagim regarding Pesach. Be well, Zagazunt.